We get it. You're busy. You don't have time to waste on the mainstream media. That's why Salem News Channel is here. We have hosts worth watching, actually discussing the topics that matter. Andrew Wilkow, Dinesh D'Souza, Brandon Tatum, and more. Open debate and free speech you won't find anywhere else. We're not like the other guys. We're Salem News Channel. Watch anytime on any screen for free 24-7 at snc.tv. And on local now, channel 525. The Andrea K Show is sponsored by Andrea K. Welcome to the Andrea K Show. She's blonde, 5'2", and 102 pounds of dynamite in a dress. Dynamite! Here she is, Andrea K. T-G-I-F. That sounded kind of like, uh, kind of like uh, the before match, right? That's what it is. Yeah, 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 yeah. Seems like I've been battling it out today. Even a couple people here at the radio station that kind of, I think they might have even blocked me on Facebook. (laughs) But you know what? I'm in good cheer anyway because I get to share this time with you all out there. Thanks for joining me tonight as always. And to those of you out stuck in the traffic in Southern California, thank you for sharing your drive time with me. And I hope to hear from you guys, actually. You know, I'm open to any opinions that you guys have about Trump signing the omnibus today, as well as anything else that's on your mind. 888-344-1170. That's 888-344-1170. And joining me, as always, is DJ Carrot Sticks. What is going on here? <laughs> Uh, that's a question that a lot of people been asking, starting with yesterday when we first, uh, the stench. And we're going to have Hero of the Week and Stink of the Week coming up a little bit later on the show. And then also, I don't know what y'all got going on this weekend, but a lot of people have kind of forgotten with this whole thing with the omnibus that there's actually buses going to be arriving in D.C. tomorrow with the March for Your Lives. So we've got somebody who's actually a young man who's actually pro-Second Amendment. And actually has a couple of initiatives that they've put forth for the schools in regards to school safety. You're going to want to tune in. He's going to be on the show a little bit later. But, of course, uh, we've got to keep talking about, and I hope that we, that we have a dialogue about what happened today with President Trump and with the GOP and with the omnibus. Because it seems as though people have kind of uh, split into some camps over this. Uh, there's people that are angry that are saying, you know what, I am never voting for President Trump again. He's one, I'm one and done. I'm not going to vote for the GOP. I'm not, you know, uh, I'm done. I'm done with this. There's other people that are vehemently, uh, angrily defending President Trump. And then there's those that are actually gleeful today going, oh, you know what? I really think that this is part of some genius strategy on the part of President Trump. Uh, and that is really the one camp that's it's hard for me to kind of wrap my head around and actually figure out on that one because – um, you know, I'm not really sure what grand strategy is actually involved in giving the Democrats everything that they want and getting nothing that you campaign for in return. I'm not really sure about that strategy. Um, I, I started getting – and before before I kind of give my thoughts on this, and again, if you want to chime in, the number is 888-344-1170 – um, I, let me remind everybody and those of you who don't know me well that I am an equal opportunity criticizer. I'm one of these people that I, I believe in holding every elected official accountable. I don't advocate for party or Paul. I advocate for ideas. And even if there's an elected official that I feel strongly about in a positive manner, I still will hold them accountable. And that means that they're under the microscope for me, and I'm going to be analyzing what they're doing up, up against the benchmark that they laid out in their campaigns. 
And I'm going to push to hold them accountable to make sure that they are fulfilling their campaign promises. And one of the reasons why President Trump got elected was because after multiple Time and time again of campaign promises that have got unfulfilled, excuses from the Republican Party that I've talked about ad nauseum. Well, you got to give us the House. Then you got to give us the Senate. Then you got to give us the White House. Always excuses for why they could not stop President Obama and or get uh, the conservative agenda that they promised through. After so many betrayals, the American people were embracing the idea of conservatism. They were embracing the idea of limited government, embracing the idea of of, uh, a, a nation that has borders, embracing the idea of the rule of law. But they but they didn't trust the Republican Party or the Democrats. So they bring in this outsider who says, I'm going to do a few things here. I'm going to put America first, and I'm going to do that by sealing the borders, building a wall. I'm going to show you all the families that have been devastated by crimes from murder to rape and beyond by illegals in this country being provided sanctuary by the left. I'm going to – I am going to stop – What's happening with babies being shredded and in the abortion mill at Planned Parenthood? Just a few of his, and, and I'm going to drain the swamp. Those are a few of the key campaign promises. And the American people were like, yes, thank you, because the sense of betrayal on the part of Americans by both parties was so deep that it was almost like this is our Hail Mary pass. This is our chance to take our country back. Put America first. Make America great again. And to see, and so what I said to one person who called me today and was like scratching her head, she was like, what do you think about this? What the what? And I was like, well, you know, I, I think, um, because there's, yeah, there's some pro stuff in there. And I was like, you know what? It's not even so much what the details are. Yes, it increases the military spending and the military budget, but it's more about the fact that there was nothing in that bill, including the increase in military spending, on which President Trump campaigned. And so when we're in a midterm election year, it, it, people are waiting. It's kind of like if, if, you, um, if, you've, um, if you're dating somebody or if you've got a friendship or a relationship where somebody's betrayed you, it takes a long time for them to restore your trust. And you, you, you're walking on eggshells. You're watching everything they do. You're paying attention to every move they make. Just waiting to see if you can trust them again. And the slightest thing, everything that they do is under the microscope. And the slightest um, thing that they do to, um, it's like PTSD. It's kind of like PTSD. It's like they're waiting, they're waiting to see if if the bomb, if they're going to step on the landmine and have it blow up in their face again. The, the GOP and Republican and American voters are almost like a domestic abuse victims who have been betrayed over and over and over again. And this just felt like the reason why there's a reaction like it was today, and because many of you, my dear friends out there, have said, why is this such a big deal to so many people? It's, it's that feeling of betrayal again. I don't believe – there's many people that are saying, well, I think that there was a genius strategy on, and e- on President Trump's fault. Even my friend Gerard Lamero said, I think there's strategy behind this. Well, it needs to be presented quickly because to me, it's really not good strategy when you give ev- so much to the Democrats that they are cheering. And you've got Chuck Schumer saying today, you know what? It, we're getting more in the minority than we would have if we even had the White House. 
there's nothing in there. It, it's, it, I don't see any strategy in that. I, you can't, I have a hard time from a strategy standpoint thinking that it's good strategy behind alienating and betraying or giving a sense of betrayal to so many millions who voted for you. And if there was some grand strategy behind it, why was he standing there with a look on his face like there was something under his shoe? Or that he was passing a kidney stone. He would have had some little, there would have been some spark behind him. And I'm just not understanding. And people are like, yeah, but we're getting this military. Well, you know what? That Why was that suddenly, which was never a key part of his campaign? Yes, we need to increase our military. But why is it this so emergent all of a sudden? Was it not just not in January, February, where Trump went right along with a government shutdown, which then ended up becoming the Schumer shutdown? We had a shutdown then. And you know what? The increase in military spending of an increase of 60 or $80 billion was not at the forefront of any budget negotiations then. Is there something going on with our military that we're not being made aware of? If so, why wasn't Trump out pushing for this in front of the American people in order to maintain the support of his base? Come out and tell us a week ago or a month ago, you know, you know, I I have not forgotten my campaign promises of the border, da, 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 da. But, you know, it, it's a critical time for us right now with our military. We heard one mention of it in, in kind of a campaign rally speech last week or so about increasing the raises of our military. Yes, we need to do better by our military. I'm the daughter of two Marines. I've still got family right now that are dependent on military health care. But you know what? The VA programs and the VA reforms that would have actually helped our veterans in terms of their health care was not in there. But funding Planned Parenthood was. You get into some of these details and it's hard for Americans to understand and not feel betrayed. And instead of the Trump supporters attacking those that are upset today, why attack them? They didn't do anything wrong. They're not the ones that signed their name to a bill that didn't that didn't fund anything that was a part of the agenda. I've got military friends of mine, disabled Iraq war veterans that are saying that this is a disgrace to them and to their kids. They're not feeling good about this. There are some people putting forth today the notion that it's it's not a real budget. It's an omnibus spending bill, which means that he's really got the discretion on how he spends it or not. Again, you know, um, I don't I, I don't know the ins and outs. I'm not going to pretend that I know all about that. But he didn't give any indication today when he signed this. He looked completely tortured by this. So I, I'm not I'm not sure I'm on board with that either in, in terms of that, you know, that he's got this because there's this things that being passed around on Facebook. Well, what if he can do this? And what if what if this? You know, I, I, I'm not one that likes to play the what if game. I, I'm a pragmatist. I deal with what's in front of me. If I can somehow connect the dots and, and because, you know, and, and based upon history and other things to connect the dots, fine. But I don't like to play the what if game. That to me is there's a little too much of let's try to um, project onto the situation what we want it to be and hopes. I'm hoping that something's going to be different. I don't believe that this is the end of the world. I mean, clearly Trump can turn things around, but I think that that Trump is somebody that responds uh, to the public and responds to the voters. And I think that we need to push back to him and and say, you know what, supporting you, President Trump, is not telling you that everything you do is perfect and genius and brilliant. Supporting you is sometimes giving you tough love and telling you, you know what, the GOP were the ones that played the strategy here. They boxed Trump into a corner, four of them behind the scenes waiting until the 11th hour to come out with 2,500 pages of crap that nobody had time to read. Why is President Trump signing something he didn't have time to read? There Again, what was so emergent that he couldn't say, you know what, I'm not signing something? How about going to them in advance and saying, you know what, I've been in office a year and a half now, you know what my agenda is? 
Don't tell me you could get rid of the filibuster, so that's not an excuse. Do not bring me anything that does not include my agenda items. If you're going to bring me something that includes crap that I don't want to pay for, that's one thing, but do I will not sign anything that does not have my border wall in it. The GOP, GOP boxed him into a corner, gave him a whole bunch of money on military, baked in a whole bunch of stuff that they knew that he didn't want. They can hide behind blaming the Democrats for that under the filibuster thing, which is all a lie. They could immediately get do reconciliation. So they box him into a corner. It's a win-win for them right now. He looks completely uh, like he's been hamstrung. He's completely deflated. If if they get a win-win, if President Trump has been now um, completely um, made impotent, if it's even better for them, if they lose the majority, because then they can hide under the minority status, which is where they're most comfortable. But if you know what, if they can convince people that the solution is a filibuster-proof majority and actually have a, a you know elected more Republicans, hey, as long as they still get their fat pensions, and by the way, they this bill increased paying their uh, their salaries by twelve million dollars, it's a win-win for them either way. Especially if they end up in the minority and the Democrats can end up somehow impeaching Trump and, or he goes one and out as like former Congressman J.D. Hayward said last night, you know, he, he could end up being considered 41 and, you know, read my lips, no new taxes. So I'm, I'm really seeing that the greater strategy was played by the GOP here, but I'm curious to hear from you guys. If you think that Trump had some great strategy here, or you disagree with me, or you just want to get it off your mind, give me a call. We're going to take a break. The number is 888-344-1170. Be sure to follow Andrea Kay on Twitter at Andrea Kay Show and follow her on Facebook and like her fan page at Andrea Kay, spelled K-A-Y-E. Statistics have shown that at some point you will die. In fact, I could die during this commercial. Now that I have your attention, this is tax and estate planning attorney Rod Hatley of the Hatley Law Group. Because life happens, it makes sense to have an estate plan in place much the same way you probably have life insurance to provide for your family. An estate plan is a set of instructions for how you want your assets to be passed on in a way that works for you and your loved ones. For a free consultation, give me a call at 858-792-3444, 858-792-3444. I can't wait to help protect your family's legacy. Every great team has a great coach. Every great coach has a great strategy. Let Al Arias and the AV Arias Company create the winning tax strategy for your small business. Instead of waiting until the fourth quarter to create your tax strategy playbook, don't let the IRS blow the whistle on your financial growth and profitability. Contact Al Arias and the AV Arias Company to set up your tax strategy huddle by calling 619-296-2123 or visit avariasco.com. That's A-V-A-R-I-A-S-Co.com. Don't overpay for your VA loan. Here's veteran Sonia Hadley on protecting your hard-earned VA loan benefits. Carl from La Mesa needed cash to pay off his second mortgage to do some repairs around the house. He went to the community bank to use his VA loan. I was able to cut his costs in half and get a lower rate that will save him thousands over the life of his loan. Jim and Vernie are first-time homebuyers with young boys. They needed a little more personal attention than they were getting from the credit union. I got them same-day pre-approval so they could start shopping that weekend, confident that they could compete with cash offers. 
you don't call Sonia, you're probably paying too much for your VA loan. Don't wait until you're too deep in the process with another lender. Get a second opinion now. Sonia even comes to you. Call me at 833-MY-VA-LOAN before rates go up. 833-MY-VA-LOAN. That's 833-MY-VA-LOAN. Policies issued by American General Life Insurance Company, Houston, Texas. Not available in all states. For details, visit AIGdirect.com. If you're young and healthy, you don't need life insurance, right? Yeah, that's what I used to think, too, until my brother died at 38. Joe left his wife with two kids, a mortgage, and a stack of bills she couldn't pay. Mary had to sell the house and move everybody into this tiny two-bedroom apartment just to make ends meet. I never want to do that to my wife, so I got life insurance. I called AIG Direct and was really surprised how affordable it is. Just $14 a month for $250,000 of term life coverage. Listen, if you have a family, you should seriously think about getting life insurance. You'll feel a lot better having it. Trust me. Call AIG Direct for a free no-obligation quote. The call takes less than five minutes, and you could save up to 70%. Call now, 1-800-981-0472. That's 1-800-981-0472. 1-800-981-0472. Stuck in an expensive timeshare contract and feel like there's no way out? I'm Chuck McDowell, CEO of Wesley Financial Group. I've helped thousands of people get rid of their timeshares. I didn't realize what I was getting into. The whole thing was just a scam. I finally found information on Chuck, and he agreed to meet us. It was just a wonderful experience because uh, he knows that business inside out, and he actually wanted to solve our problem. I fought the largest timeshare company in federal court, and yes, I won. Whether you owe ten dollars to $250,000 on your timeshare, we can help cancel your mortgage. When you're approved as a client, I guarantee you a 100% success rate. We'll get you out of your timeshare eliminate your payments, and get them off of your back permanently. And we proudly hold an A-plus rating with the Better Business Bureau. Call Wesley Financial Group now for your free consultation at 800-786-9300. That's 800-786-9300. 800-786-9300. AM 1170. The Answer. San Diego. You're listening to The Andrea K Show on AM 1170, The Answer. Welcome back to The Andrea K Show. Glad to have you all here with me, and especially on a Friday. You know, we're still going to have a little fun here, hopefully, on the show, even though I know a lot of people are kind of hangdog uh, here tonight over what happened with the omnibus. And speaking of hangdog, you know, Trump just looked completely tortured. And I got to tell you, I, you know, he has got to be. This is one of the reasons why I've been so distressed at the GOP in terms of uh, the mindset of, well, look at, you know, if he's in, in like Trey Gowdy. Well, if Trump is so innocent, why does it, you know, he should just let this Mueller investigation continue. Can you imagine the weight on this man's shoulders with what he has got to contend with? He, the the government, the worst of the worst of our government, the most corrupt within the FBI are gunning for him all day, every day. And he's trying to make decisions. He's an outsider, a businessman coming in to try to turn this country around. Make no mistake about it. My heart and my support is still with President Trump. That doesn't mean, though, that I'm not going to continue to evaluate him like I do with everybody and say, you know, here's what I think is right and wrong or good or bad in terms of what he did. And I think that he needs to he needs to um, make a course correction. Uh, joining me now is Dan on the phone. Uh, he wants to chime in on President Trump signing the omnibus. Hi, Dan. Welcome to the Andrea K. Show. Hi, Andrea. How are you doing? I'm good. Thank you. Thank you for calling in. Well, I'm I'm happy to be on your show for once. I I know we have some mutual friends. Yes. Um uh and uh so it's a big honor for me to uh 
beyond, beyond the radio in, in San Diego. Okay. Where, um, where are you calling but, from? Um, I'm, I live in Connecticut. Oh, my, liberal land. My show is on 94.9, uh, the uh-huh. Dan Newmeyer show. Yes. And, and my, my buds, and, do you know my buds, Chet and Brian? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Now, yeah, do they you, have a great show, don't they? Yeah, they do. Now, do you also know a liberal friend of mine, a crazy liberal um, named Christopher Hahn, who's got a show there? No, I don't know Christopher. <laughs> <laughs> but um, he's I got a great jawline. He's got a great jawline, and he's wonderful on Fox. But he's a cra- he's a, he's a crazy. He's no doubt is celebrating tonight. But what are your thoughts? Oh well, you know, today was a tough day for me. I I think um, I think I got whooped up into the whole thing, and I I just I want to get stuff turned around in this country. I, I want to see things go our way, and. Even though I can intellectualize about the swamp and the establishment and the globalists and the open border people who who are entrenched, and I know every day is a fight, I I just didn't want to see us give away so much uh, to the Democrats to get, you know, what we needed for the military. I'm happy, I guess. You know, I was upset this afternoon and I was uh, ranting and raving and posting and so arguing with people. <laughs> you know what I mean? But I've kind of I've come back down a little bit Okay. Uh, from then. And, I, you know, I, I just I just wish that America was more united behind the fact that we want to keep our sovereignty. We you know, we still want to be a nation of immigrants, but we want that controlled. We want trade deals that are in our favor. We want a strong military. We want to keep our freedoms. We don't want to divide our country with identity politics. And, mm-hmm. and you, know, you know, we want we are a diverse nation. We want diversity, but we don't want it just jammed down our faces every day. We want to be Americans together. We don't want to be put into all these little different groups. So, you know, with regards to what happened today, you know, I was... I had my fingers crossed that maybe Trump would veto the thing, but you know what would have, what would that have done? It would have sent us into chaos, uh, you know. And he was set up by the establishment Republicans as much as he was by the Democrats. Oh, they clearly he was. he was coming up. He, they knew he was coming up against the wall. They knew that they were going to be you know going out on recess, and and and. You know, they set him up for it. And not, so, excuse me for interrupting. They set him, sure. it, it was such a setup that, and so specific of a setup that I wonder if some of the people even know that the um, money for the border wall, first of all, um, border, most of the money for border security is going to countries like Jordan and Tunisia. The little bit of money that, that is in there for a fence is, um, they, yep. they made sure that it was 30 miles and it specifically can not look like any of the border wall prototypes in San Diego. How is that? How is that anything but a blatant attempt to completely stop President Trump and his agenda? And unfortunately, you know, it it has already had. Now, President Trump does have an opportunity to turn things around when he said, "I will never sign a bill like this again." I think he was quite disgusted, and I think that that what he what he can and should do is turn right around and and, and be very public about the fact that that he means that, and that it's not going to be like my dad in college, who I don't know after the. 
fourth or fifth time of telling me I'm not going to cover your bounce checks to Bono's Pizza anymore at LSU. <laughs> he finally stopped doing it. I think President Trump was caught flat-footed, and he should have said to them up front, do not bring me, you know, get rid of the filibuster because I'm not going to sign anything that funds Planned Parenthood, that funds sanctuary cities, and doesn't have my wall. They've been fighting over this border wall and getting it funded. Going back a year ago when they did the continuing resolution, Trump went ahead and signed it to avoid a government shutdown, and we were told that we we would get everything that President Trump wanted in September. And didn't yeah, happen. and it's it's more insidious than that too. Is that they're holding up all of his appointments to all these different agencies, and that is effectively draining the swamp by replacing the people that were put there in the Obama years and and even the Bush years and probably even farther back than that. The only way that we're going to get the change that we want is to get all these other ideologists out of all these different positions, which is, you know, what I guess they call it the deep state and all these other things. But um, I think that, you know, what they were talking about as far as the amount of immigrant, illegal immigrants that you could capture, they put a cap on that in this bill. They, you know, as well they, as they, as well they, as holding as well as holding facilities, yeah. yeah, yeah so only, yeah, they did. They not only yeah. roll them out. Yeah, they yeah. Did, they not only stopped President Trump's agenda and didn't fund it. They actually rolled it back. I mean, they they undid some of it. So this and and so there's a reason why people were upset about it. And I think that another mistake that President Trump made today, and then I'm gonna have to leave it there. We're gonna have to take a break. Um, but one sure. of the mistakes that I think President Trump made um, today was when he um, said that the the biggest losers with this bill was was the DACA recipients. DACA recipients, you know, that's a that's a complete departure from what he campaigned on he was supposed to be the rule of law he was this was the guy who campaigned on deporting daca recipients and deporting illegals to turn right around and, and act as though the the people the the victims of this bill were daca well, recipients don't you think what he what he was trying to do there is he was trying to he was trying to put the daca back onto the democrats as saying look you know you said you were going to help these people it didn't work out it was like a political it was a strategy that yeah didn't, it didn't, fruition, it didn't work know, in this instance. Yeah, it just yeah. didn't work in this instance. And, and none of this messaging and selling of this today, this was just a big disaster. And I think President Trump can regroup, but I don't think we do him any favors by acting as though it wasn't a disaster and, and this, this wasn't bad. Because, you That's know, true. And I think you're right, too, though, that that coming out of this, you know, putting his foot down and saying, look, it, you know, this is you know, this is what I want now and getting tough on some some of the things that he had in his agenda, whether it's rounding folks up or whether it's uh, pushing ahead or taking money. Chet and I were talking earlier as to, you know, can we take some of the 700 billion from the defense money? Mm-hmm. And and because the wall is national defense, use it for that. You yeah. know, imagine if he did that and said, you know what, we're taking 26 billion. We're building the wall. Yeah, he needs he needs to take a page out of Obama's book at this point and just start pushing through what he's you know, he's been a little too much trying to negotiate and compromise. And, you know, uh, it it, and he got completely taken advantage of in this situation. And I and I actually sensed some embarrassment today. Uh, Dan, thank you so much for being here. I appreciate that. Yeah, we'll talk again. Thank you. Uh, It was a pleasure being on your show, Andrew. Thank you so much. Um, you know, I'm still curious to hear from any of you. Some of the comments that I'm, I'm seeing out there on Facebook is that, um, let's see, um, 
Somebody's suggesting place the National Guard tanks and personnel characters, uh, carriers pointed at Mexico. Let's see how liberals and glo- globalists deal with this. Um, uh, Joel Martin says, um, oh, shoot, his comment just flew by. Somebody kept pre- keep preaching, sister. Thank you. I think I will. Joel Martin says, again, without a military originally, there are no borders. Uh, true, but, you know, we've got this military increase going on right now, but we've got a nation without any borders right now. We have absolutely no security and um, Joel says, we've been at war every year since 1913. It's time to build up military period, especially after being downgraded for the past 25 years. No argument there. Absolutely right. Um, but I, I don't buy the excuse that we had to build up our military um, at the expense of every other part of the agenda. But we're going to keep talking about it. because you And you know what? We've also got more to fight for. Because when we come back from the break, there is still a push. This should remind everybody about what President Trump faces with both opposition parties, and particularly with the left. They are continuing to, to use what happened with Parkland, Florida, to go after our Second Amendment rights. There's the March for Our Lives tomorrow and a march to take our guns away from us. Stay tuned because guess what company? What company in America is actually going after your guns? More Andrea K. Show coming up. Want more Andrea K.? Follow her on Twitter at Andrea K Show and like her Facebook page at Andrea K, spelled K-A-Y-E. If you don't have an estate plan, then the state, not you, will determine what happens to everything you've worked so hard to provide for your family. Hi, this is tax and estate planning attorney Rod Hatley. I know this not only because of my professional experience, but also having survived a seven-year probate after my father passed away. With the average home in California valued at $1.5 million, that equates to $66,000 in probate fees. The value in having an estate plan is avoiding conservatorship if you become mentally incapacitated and probate when you pass on. Call me for a free consultation at 858-792-3444. That's 858-792-3444. Your family will be dealing with enough. So give me a call at 858-792-3444. Larry Elder here, inviting you to come join me and my buddies Hugh Hewitt and Mike Gallagher on our seven-day Hawaiian cruise. Beautiful staterooms, amazing food, evening get-togethers with us. We're even giving every stateroom two MyPillows from Mike Lindell, who will also be joining us. It's August the 11th through the 18th. For details, just log on to am1170theanswer.com and use the keyword aloha. That's am1170theanswer.com, keyword aloha. Hi, Larry Elder here. For my loyal listeners who are thinking about selling your home, do your homework and list with confidence by calling my good friend and trusted military veteran realtor, John Reeves of Reeve Point Real Estate. John sold 327 homes in 2017. That's one home sold every 27 hours. Selling more homes than any other agent means John can do much more for you. In fact, he can buy your home if it doesn't sell. How does John do that? John already has 4,000 ready buyers in his exclusive database looking to buy right now. His proprietary systems help net his sellers nearly 3% more, which equals more money in your pocket. And if your home doesn't sell, he'll buy it at a price acceptable to you, guaranteed in writing. You can have confidence working with the best realtor, the one I trust to sell my home, John Reeves at Reeve Point Real Estate. Call 858-800-HOME. That's 858-800-HOME. 858-800-HOME. That's 858-800-4663. 
Recently, we talked on the phone with AM1170 The Answer family member Sunshine. She took advantage of The Answer's half-price tuition for her preschool son. Sunshine? He's really excited. He went to preschool at this Christian um, school, and he loved it. I want to bring my kids to heaven with me. If I can give them a great education, as well as an education in the Bible, and giving them a Christ point of view of life, then what better investment can I give that? Ah, Sunshine, that is very special. And you know, you could be saying something similar because AM 1170 The Answer is giving you an opportunity to invest in your child or grandchild's education just like Sunshine did. From preschool through high school, get a high-quality private education for half off the regular tuition fee. Go to am1170theanswer.com and check out the list of schools in your area. Then give us a call at 844-800-5757 and lock in your child's place next fall. 844-800-5757. Hi, folks. Jim Peterson with Peterson Dean, and we're celebrating our 35th year in business, and we're doing it by reducing our monthly payments, our interest rates, no payments or interest for 12 months. Get a new roof as low as 69 bucks a month, a new solar power system as low as 59 bucks a month, backup battery storage for your home as low as 49 bucks a month, and lastly, good neighbor fences as low as 39 bucks a month. Certain sizes and restrictions do apply, but come celebrate with us our 35th successful year in business. Nothing down, no payments for a year. Give us a call right now. 888-757-0321. That's 888-757-0321 or at petersondean.com. The lowest monthly payments on roofs, solar power systems, home storage, and good neighbor fencing. Never again will they be this low. 888-757-0321. 888-757-0321 or at petersondean.com. CSLB 468-117-930-640. AM 1170, The Answer. You're listening to The Andrea K Show on AM 1170, The Answer. Welcome back to The Andrea K Show. It's Friday fun day here. I hope you guys uh, have some fun plans this weekend and take some time to enjoy yourself and kind of de-stress a little bit from what's going on today because you know what? It's gonna Everything's going to all work out in the end and that's one of the reasons why not to get too preachy on all y'all but y'all know I'm a Christian and you know thank, this is one reason why and y'all know our rights come from God not man. This is one reason why I don't put my hope in man and put it in government. And so I'm always able to keep some peace in my life, even if I get fired up about what's going on. Um, and one of the things that y'all know I've been fired up about is, and, and I've got even more stories tonight about attacks on our Second Amendment, something y'all can feel good about is, is that there are some, some youths, remember that from my cousin Vinny, there are some youths out there who actually get it and understand the Second Amendment and actually want to support it, uh, support, support it, not support it. <laughs> I sound like one of the three stooges. Anyway, joining me now is Spencer Brown, a young man. He is the spokesman for Young America's Foundation. He is actually one of these young people in America, believe it or not, who understands the value of the Second Amendment. And um, he's going to have a little fun tomorrow and going up against the, I don't know if you guys remember, there is the March for Our Lives. It's going to be happening on D.C. tomorrow. Joining me now to talk about that and how he's countering their message is Spencer Brown. Hi, Spencer. Welcome to the Andrea K. Show. Hi, Andrea. Thank you so much for having me. All right. Well, thank you for what you're doing uh, to help educate young people and, and help push back against the exploitation that is being done on the young people that have been victimized. Today, we found out the sad news that uh, the 16-year-old girl who was shot in Maryland actually passed away. Uh, the good news with that situation is that a, an armed good guy was there to take out the bad guy with the gun, correct? 
Yeah, this is, um, like you mentioned, a tragedy that she ended up, you know, not pulling through. But what we see here um, is something that obviously, you know, the leftist media is not covering. And that is um, this fact that good guys with guns often are the only thing that can stop a mass shooting before it becomes, you know, a huge tragedy. Um, and we saw that in Maryland, where uh, the deputy there, Blaine Gaskill, um, actually ran towards the sound of gunfire and put his life on the line in order to protect those students. Um, and that fact that good guys with guns often are the only hope uh, in these gun-free zones um, is a fact that the left just won't tolerate and won't put up with. And so that's why we're not hearing about this story, you know, as much as we've heard of other shootings. Right. In fact, you know, I mentioned on my show, you know, what the proof of why we need armed people and not just armed people, but people, like you said, that are actually going to run into into um, the towards the gunfire in new york city we've had de blasio that pulled the few armed security guards that they had out of the schools and said we just can't afford to provide those and i'm like well where's the march on there uh, uh, for that why isn't there walkouts on that at a, out of outrage that a mayor now that we have absolute proof if these young kids didn't understand before that it, that a good guy with a gun takes out the bad guy with a gun here's the evidence now why are why are they continuing to march against the nra when what they need to be doing is marching against liberal policies that are leaving them uh, with targets on their back but but that but they're not doing that in part because they're being exploited by these other organizations that really don't give a crap about them or their safety correct no, you're exactly right. And I think a, sort of a key point to make there, you mentioned the Blasio and things like that, but if you look at what happened in Parkland and other mass shootings, what always is at play there is that the failure of government, not a failure of the Second Amendment. So, you know, in Parkland, we continue to see more developments in that situation where we see, you know, the warning signs were missed, um, information wasn't passed along. Um, it, wasn't failure, it wasn't a failure of the Second Amendment. It was a failure of the government that supposedly is there to protect us. Um, and so that's where that problem comes from. If you're a liberal or a leftist and you believe that the government is where you get your rights from and you believe should be protecting you, obviously it's a huge problem then when it doesn't and you have no means to protect yourself. Well, you actually came up with uh, two initiatives to help counter uh, the exploitation of the, the students and the indoctrination that's going on in the schools. Tell everybody about your initiatives. That's exactly right. So Young America's Foundation, uh, we help students all over the country push back against the left when their constitutional rights come under attack. And most often that's their First Amendment rights, you know, to host conservative speakers and be active and things like that. But what we see in the wake of Parkland is this attack on Second Amendment freedoms that many students count on to protect their families at home um, and what they want to see protecting them when they're in class at school. And so we announced, you know, a lot of these walkouts that took place last week. Um, were done during instructional time that should be used, you know, to learn and not be used um, for students to become pawns, basically, in this leftist narrative. Um, and so we have been helping students all over the country uh, by providing some of our speakers that we bring into schools to go and bring the actual accurate facts about guns and the Second Amendment and constitutional freedom to those schools, um, as well as help those students petition their administrations, uh, if they wish to do so, to allow teachers and administrators to carry firearms at school to protect the students. Now, you also participated in the Generation Next uh, White House Forum yesterday uh, with President Trump, didn't you? What what happened there? Tell us about that. Yeah, that was a very interesting event. You know, it's a great, it's always great to have an ally, you know, within the government when you can. And in the last uh, you know, eight years previously, President Obama was not an ally for young conservatives in any right. um, stretch of your imagination. Um, so it's good to see, you know, the Trump administration taking on a lot of the issues that are important to young people today. Um, and we've seen that even in Young America's Foundation's work. You know, we're suing UC Berkeley out there for their violations of the First Amendment rights of conservative students. And uh, it, became, it was a topic at the forum yesterday, but the Department of Justice 
um, Attorney General Sessions actually uh, issued a statement of interest in our case, basically saying um, that what Berkeley did, if we prove it in court, was a violation of the Constitution. Uh, and so steps like that that this administration has taken, you know, is a reason to be hopeful uh, that hopefully conservatives, you know, can finally push back uh, and have a voice on their campuses. Well, it's so important uh, because the uh, the left successfully seized our education system from, you know, preschool all the way up through the colleges and you control the message and you control minds and they are just churning out their indoctrination centers, just churning out uh, these little jack booted. And I'm, that's not even an exaggeration when you see uh, kind of, mm-hmm. you know, some of the, some of these kids coming out of Parkland and then you see to where the conservative kids aren't given any media play. CNN canceled an interview with one young kid. I had a friend of, mm-hmm. of mine whose son, uh, uh, son was assaulted at school because he was supportive of President Trump dur- during the walkout day. Um, so, you know, it's so important that we as conservatives take our schools back and take the young minds back or at least be allowed to, to, to have conservatives have the ability to speak. And so I thank you so much um, for the work that you're, you're doing. Um, the, everybody's today has been talking about the omnibus. So I'm not sure. What are you expecting in terms of crowds tomorrow at this March for Our Lives? Yeah, that's going to be very interesting. You know, it's just sort of another, basically in D.C., there's a march every other week for some cause or another. But uh, <laughs> numbers that the, the organizers are expecting, they're saying 500,000, mm. um, which would be obviously a pretty massive crowd here. Um, but basically all this is is another especially brazen example, in this case, of the left's hypocrisy and disingenuous opportunism when it comes to the Second Amendment issue. Um, they've announced a list of people who will be performing in a concert sort of style uh, tomorrow during this event. And I'm willing to bet that everyone who's performing counts on armed security to protect them when they're at home, when they're traveling, when they're performing. Um, and that gives them, you know, the peace of mind. But then when they do an event like this, they're basically trying to make it so that way students aren't afforded that same peace of mind when they go to school um, or even when they're at home. And so it's going to be very interesting to see. I'm sure CNN will be beside itself giddy uh, with reporting on the event and how many people turn up. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, I think I think what we're seeing at Young America's Foundation, at least, is young people do understand the Second Amendment and the importance of it. Um, They're saying that, you know, they want their schools to be protected, but they also want their Second Amendment rights to be protected. um, And that's what we support in helping these students. Well, I thank you so much for your efforts and what you're doing. And just a hat tip to you. And keep on keeping on. And maybe we'll have you on next week uh, to to give us a report on what happened. That sounds great. Thank you so much for having me. All right. All right, Spencer, thank you so much. We're going to go back to the phones. I've got a caller, John, on the line. Hey, John, welcome to the Andrea K. Show. Yes, Andrea, hi. Hi. Thank you for having me. Sure, what's on hi. your mind, John? Yes, well, what you've said, what your guest has said in the past uh, five minutes or so is points to me two scriptures. Um, the weight of the, the government shall be on his shoulders, and uh, they'll only be fighting against God is with what Trump is doing and to the majority that he's doing what uh, uh, I think what God wants him to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm, I'm up against a break, John, so I have to leave it there. Thank you so much for calling in. I'm glad you did because it reminded me next week I've got a special guest on the show. His name is Jonathan Kahn, and he's written a book called The Paradigm. And um, it's, 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 it's a detailed account paralleling 
biblical times and how it predicts predicted everything that's happening right now and how president trump was specifically chosen at this for this time in this moment as imperfect as he is one of the things i will not be watching this weekend is any of this crap with with stormy whatever her name is we know president trump was imperfect and and so has everybody else that the lord has used to do good works here and 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 to help us and to to you know president trump isn't perfect but he's doing an, a, as good a job as anybody can as an outsider president. Uh, my friend Joe Joseph Ayala said, say something good about Trump. I say stuff great about Trump every day. I don't know anybody else. This man, I'm going to say it again and again. Got to go up on a break. But I will leave you with this. I mean, if I was President Trump, I would have long since retired. I'd be on my own private island somewhere sipping me a, a frosty pina colada every day. I would need to be under the uh, attacks and have the weight of the government coming down, doing everything they can to destroy me and he's given up billions of dollars in the course of doing it because he loves this country he wants to do the right thing for this country but i am still going to hold him accountable and make sure and we all need to do that because it's got to be so difficult for him dealing with two opposition parties every day pulling him and tugging him and giving him advice and telling him what he needs to do and under the weight of everything we need to remind him of why he was elected and to hold him on track for that. And we need to pray for him. So I'm going to take a break. When we come back, more Andrea K. Show on the other side of the break. I'm going to tell you what company is literally trying to deny Second Amendment rights. And I'm also going to reveal the hero of the week and the stink of the week. And what school is going to have to take a sign down because it offends women? Wait till you hear this one. Y'all going to laugh about that one. Be sure to follow Andrea K on Twitter at Andrea K Show and follow her on Facebook and like her fan page at Andrea K, spelled K-A-Y-E. Many of us know how high school today is not the same as the high school in the 60s and 70s. Pressure to achieve, the competitiveness, the anxiety to fit in, and the loneliness has made being a teenager a pretty tough job today. In Bob Walter's book, Facing Reality in American Education, he looks at ways to help young people understand how amazing they really are. For students to discover their gifts and talents to excel and be all they can be i'm sure you agree buy your copy or register for our next conference at bobwalters.net andrea k here we've all heard about the new tax reform laws and the confusions they've created if you're planning on buying or refinancing it's a must to create your financial roadmap and if you need a guide let me introduce you to my go-to Dave Stapleton of First Choice Loan Services. You've heard of a certified financial planner, right? Well, look across the table and you will see Dave Stapleton, a certified mortgage loan specialist, a certification that less than 5% of loan officers are able to complete. Regardless of how much you have or have not saved to put down, or if you've been through a foreclosure, bankruptcy, or just suffering from poor credit, Dave has the experience and the knowledge to navigate you through the confusion. Dave has been leading families into home ownership for over two decades. So start your journey today and call Dave Stapleton, 760-815-8987, 760-815-8987, or visit thedavestapletondifference.com. That's thedavestapletondifference.com. NMLS number 248823. This report is pre-recorded and sponsored by the Word on Wealth Financial Network. Here's the Word on Wealth, a retirement update from five-star wealth manager, certified financial planner, Marty Schneider, the retirement professor. 
Greetings, friends. Welcome to this edition of The Word on Wealth. Marty Schneider here. Social Security system is going to begin paying out more than it takes in in the year 2021. Over a period of time, they could continue to bump that full retirement age all the way up to 68. That one simple year would have a huge impact on the system in terms of its stability long term. The other big issue, of course, is they could bump up the tax itself. If you need help on putting together your long-term retirement plan and come on in and see me, all you got to do is call and schedule your free consultation with me, 800-727-PLAN, 800-727-7526. That's it for this edition of The Word on Wealth. I'm the retirement professor, Marty Schneider. Thanks for listening. I'll be back with you right here on these very same Salem Network stations. Message and data rates may apply. Guys, got hair loss? I know what you're thinking. Should I shave my head? Comb it over? Wear a hat? Just stop. This isn't 1970. Keep your hair and your confidence because Bosley, America's number one hair restoration expert, can give you your real hair back permanently. Check them out today because they're giving away an absolutely free information kit and a free gift card to everyone who texts star 11 to 85850. Dude, you don't have to look like your dad because this isn't your dad's hair loss treatment. People all over the country trust Bosley because they're ahead of the curve. They use the latest technology to give you your real hair back. And the best part, Bosley's permanent solution is protected by the Bosley guarantee. Let them show you for free how awesome your hair could look with an absolutely free information kit and a gift card for $250 off. Text STAR11 to 85850. Ask about the Bosley Guarantee. S-T-A-R-11 to 85850. AM 1170, The Answer. You're listening to The Andrea K Show on AM 1170, The Answer. Welcome back to The Andrea K Show. I was telling you before that um, there was a business that's actually trying to shut down people's uh, Second Amendment rights. It's a bank. It's Citibank. See, there's lots of different ways that they can try to take our guns from us. And and when you've got a financial institution like Citibank that says that they're going to, quote, implement new restrictions on the sale of firearms by its business customers. See, what it occurred to me, and Tom DeBacaro joins me now. Hey, Tom, welcome to the show. Thanks so much. That's a bad strategy by Citibank. Yeah. Um, d- what? And I want to get your opinion on the omnibus real quick, but I want to make sure everybody understands that, well, it may be bad strategy, but it could be good strategy. Because think about it. If all the financial institutions decided that they were going to tell their customers, you don't get any money from us or you don't get any credit from us unless you follow our gun control laws, that that's a real scary way. They said it's going to include small business, commercial, institutional clients, as well as credit card partners. And any retail clients who refuse to enact their, quote, best practices will have to transition their business elsewhere. And new clients will be screened. It it is scary, but look at what happened to sales of uh, Dick's Sporting Goods. Their sales have have dropped off markedly. So, uh, you know, it's I actually don't mind when individual businesses do something. I mind when government does it. Uh, because the marketplace will take care of this, and there'll be banks that'll that'll come up and say, you know, we'll take advantage of this sort of thing. But no, we have to be vigilant about this. And and I was shocked today. I don't know about you, Andrea, when uh, th- there's an assembly bill going through the works now that will provide for security at schools. That's the way to go. Why yeah. why should why should the government pay for Diane Feinstein's or Kevin DeLeon's security? But not our kids. Exactly. And, and, and tomorrow there's the, I just had Spencer uh, Young on. He's uh, from Young, uh, 
YAF is his organization uh, that goes around and teaches kids, you know, how to, you know, what the benefits of the Second Amendment. There's this March for Our Lives what? tomorrow. What I have, I would have some respect we used to do for that in public schools in the fifties. I know yeah. you're way too young to know about that, but in the fifties <laughs> we did that. Wow. See, no, I didn't know that. I I grew up in the South, though. What we didn't, we weren't taught formal lectures on Second Amendment, but dudes rolled up with a load of gun rack in the back. Um, so, but these are just. Right. Uh, last night we talked about the fact the Ninth Circuit ruled that um, medical marijuana card holders can can be told they can't buy guns. So there's just different ways that the left is using right now to try to take our guns away, and we and so we need to make sure that that we do everything we can to keep the Democrats from getting power. So that brings me back to omnibus because when Trump signed that omnibus bill today, he started bleeding all these people, these supporters in his base, saying, "You know what? I'm done. I'm done." So it's it, it, I'm concerned about the suppression of turnout going into the midterms. In two minutes, give us your thoughts on the omnibus and its effect. Remember, in an election in the television era, election years about giveaways, uh, off years are about takeaways. And this is what you see. You you know, it's always the next year that they're going to reduce spending. And then one day you wake up with $4 trillion federal government. So, it is true if we had a lot more Republicans, it would be easy to reform things. But this is 2006 all over again. We don't want to cause any ripples during an election year. And they're not out there. So the Republicans, what the Republicans need to do is say, here are the three things we're going to do next year if you elect us. The Democrats have no plan. All they are is against things. But you're right to worry about this. I know you remember my, my comment about the beginning of a government and a civilization, there's a competition for ideas. At the end, there's a competition for spoils. Yeah. And that's where we are now. But you've got, and it will be, look, every, in the television era, Eisenhower to today, the first midterm has always resulted in the loss for a new president. That's going to happen in the House. I don't know how many seats. We may pick up some in the Senate because of the map. But if the Republicans don't adopt an agenda for next time around, we're going to be in trouble. Yeah, it, well, you know what I got people saying with as long as we've got Ryan and McConnell and and what's going that uh, they just well, don't trust they don't trust was, the Republican it, it, Party anymore. In two thousand six, it was the same thing. They they wanted to run out the clock, saying, "Look what we already did." But politics moves too fast today. People want to know what you did tomorrow and what they did what they did today was they did everything they could to stop president trump to hamstring him to basically leave him impotent they not only did not fund any of his agenda they actually rolled some back and curtailed it while funding planned parenthood sanctuary cities funding the only border securities for tunisia and you know it's 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 disheartening to people and basically it's not just 2006 look in two in 2010 they said give us the house and we'll stop obama they didn't then it was we've got to have the senate then we got to have the white house it's always an excuse they went to an outsider, Tom, because they, they they were completely betrayed before by the Republican Party. And now they're looking at Trump and going, well, if Trump can't stop him, you know, we're done. And now that and and they're rightfully also saying, if you, if you don't elect us, you'll get Nancy Pelosi in impeachment. And that's what it is. But nevertheless, the voters are very impatient. They're far. I started writing all the way back in 2000, I think, five about voter impatience. And that's where we are now. Voters will throw you out. And so they have to adopt a very aggressive agenda if they want to stave off losing the House 
at this point. Well, I'm not sure they care about losing the House. I think that the leadership that we have is more comfortable and happier. You don't think that they're happier in the minority because then they can hide uh, who they are and hide behind uh, the minority as an excuse? I I think they're generally genuinely issued about impeachment at this point because of a look in the next 30 one days, minute one minute whole, then we're gonna... the whole thir- the whole thing's going to change in the within the next 45 days when the inspector general report comes out it's going to be fairly explosive and we're going to be talking about completely different things this this year is going to be so topsy-turvy going into the midterms that you just got to uh, get your seatbelt on and, and, and wait for it. Well, I'm glad you reminded of us, us of that. See, thank you for calling in, Tom Del Beccaro. Got to leave it there because now I, I got to get to my... hearing your voice. Oh, thank you. You might actually... It's now time for my Hero of the Week and Stink of the Week. You're actually in the running for hero since you ended the show on making me feel much better about what's happening. Uh, Thanks for being here. All right, Tom, have a great weekend. All right, talk to you soon. All right, well, Stink of the Week is clearly Ryan McConnell and the GOP for this crap sandwich known as the Omnibus Bill. Okay, Hero of the Week has got to be the SRO, Haskell in Maryland, the good guy with the gun who ran towards the bullets being fired and saved lives. Thank uh, thank you to him for being our Hero of the Week. And thank you all for joining me. Thanks to my callers, DJ Carrot Sticks. I will be right back here Monday at 6 p.m. Have a great weekend. The Andrea K Show is sponsored by Andrea K.